Hey everybody, welcome to Daddy Duty 365, where celebrity dads tell all the good, the bad, and the funny of fatherhood. And you know who I have in the building from Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. Always some drama going down, but Mickey Monday's in the building yes, sir, to set man. it all straight. So thank you for being hey, here. man, pleasure, man. I'm excited because a lot of people see you on the TV show, but they don't know that you're a father. Uh-huh. And you're, so go ahead and do, give us the roll call. Your daughter, 10 years old. Yeah, she just turned 10. That's my everything, Jaylana. Oh. Um, yeah, man. What did you do for her birthday? Uh, we went we uh, went to Sky Zone, the bouncing oh, nice. place. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like uh, we rented it out, and we had like uh, they have like neon. It's like black and blacked out. Oh, okay. And then it's like all the kids wear like the glow sticks. Uh-huh. <laughs> I told her, I said, you think I have more fun than you? I could bleed. I probably seen it for five minutes. <laughs> There was a basketball court on the other side, Uh-oh. bro. You bouncing, we was, oh, you just like oh, slam dunk oh, and all that people stuff. People was getting facials. It oh, was yeah, bad. I like I'm that. Blocking shots, little kids. Uh-huh. I'm a grown kid still, so. Did yeah. you think it makes it easier for you to be a fun dad to being a, a young at heart yourself? Yeah, well, I mean, I had my daughter young, uh-huh. so. Um, How young did, were you? Uh, man, I was like 17, 18. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So, um, right. Yeah, like 18, 19. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, she's really been with me my whole adult life, you wow. know, like, ever since I've been an adult, she's, she's been on, on, like, about to be on the way. Like, well, so. What is that like, raising a child that young? Um, well, I, it was cool, it was fun, mm-hmm. you know, I always felt like my mom had me young, so... Mm-hmm. I kind of could relate. And but you feel like you missed out on a lot of being a kid or, you know, celebrating, nah. kicking it in high school and in that? No, nah, because I was, mm-hmm. I, I had stopped going to high school at like 16 mm-hmm. because um, I wanted to play basketball. And when I was like, I'm not going to be seven foot. Right. And then I used to miss class. I mean, I wasn't a bad kid or nothing. I just, you know, just didn't go to class. Right, right. So I guess that's not good. Right? <laughs> that wasn't but, bad. I just didn't go. <laughs> yeah. So um, I stopped going to school, but to pursue uh-huh. my dream because yeah. I knew I'm like, I want to do music. I want to write music. Mm-hmm. I had an opportunity to write music for a show. And um, the show, uh, my school had to sign off for me to become on a show. Mm-hmm. And my in, a, in my school's like, he's a bad kid. Mm-hmm. He doesn't come to class. So, so we're not allowing him to do this. Oh, wow. So I basically had to stop going, uh-huh. you know, to be able to do the show so i stopped going i did like some homeschool programs i just okay. knew what i wanted to do young yeah. but um no nah, i don't feel like it it made me miss out mm-hmm. i feel like it made me you know i was already like grown young yeah, yeah. and um it was cool i wanted to be a dad like, oh yeah me and my daughter mom like it's not like it wasn't really an mm-hmm. accident uh-huh. i mean it wasn't like all the way planned but like we kind of knew like You're like if it happens it happens type yeah kind of thing. Kinda, yeah yeah now so yeah. are you a single dad now though right or yeah but you... i mean her mom is uh-huh. a big part of her life and she's oh, okay. a great woman mm-hmm. and uh you know we just co-parent Okay. Yeah, yeah. When I have hers, I'm by myself, uh-huh. or we'll go to my mom's house. Uh-huh. She likes being. What's cool about my daughter? She really family orientated, okay. and that's how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I like. I love my family. Like, mm-hmm. I, I like being around my family. She does too. Like, when we come here, she gets bored. Oh, really? Even though she learned how to swim, like in the pool right here, that was really cool. But um, yeah, she gets bored. You know, mm-hmm. it's just me and her, and we go do things. And she's like, I want to go see right. Nanny Kelly and Papa. I want to oh, be nice. by the dogs. I uh, want to. And my mom got the dogs at the house. Uh, my mom and dad, they live together. My mom and dad, not together, but they live together. Oh, well, you they know like what? I've, I've been seeing that a lot lately where people either they break up, get divorced, and then 20 yeah. years later they come back together. It's like, yeah. well, you, we nobody knows us like each other. So yeah, yeah. They've been living wow. together like that for like 12 years though wow. and they haven't been together since 
I was like 12 or something. So. Well, take us back to what it was like growing up for you. You know, uh, what did you grow up? Was it, was it, is it Justin? What, yeah, what's yeah, the official? The government name? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, my, my mom and my friends and family called me uh, JJ. Okay. JJ. That's um, like my around the way name, we could say. So how'd yeah. you come up with Mickey Monday? Mickey Monday is, uh, I did a song many, many years ago with uh, my friend Lady G. She go by Jizzle now. Uh-huh. Uh, her, my friend Jag, and my friend Chaz Logan. We, we There was this documentary that came out called Cocaine Cowboys. I don't know if you're familiar no, with no. it. It's like, it's like about Pablo Escobar and this lady Griselda Blanco. I don't know if you ever heard of her. Yeah, she yeah. was like Pablo Escobar. Right, 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 right. Uh-huh. Like crazy. Like, uh-huh. um, and uh, the what we like watched this. Everybody was really like hype on the documentary. Like, oh, uh-huh. man, this is crazy. <laughs> and um, I did a. Uh, I did a, a song later on that night. It was called Cocaine Cowboys, and everybody kind of played like a character from the from the uh, from the documentary. And I oh, played okay. Mickey Monday. He was like the pilot. He used to fly to he used to fly to Medellin, uh-huh. grab the drugs. He would drop them in the Miami ports. He would have he had a tow, uh, he had a boat company. The boat would come pick up the drugs, take them to the uh, to the uh, tow truck. He had a tow truck mm-hmm. company, and the tow truck would deliver the drugs to the people that sold them. He just considered himself a smuggler. Wow. So it was crazy. Yeah, but he had, like, long hair, and uh-huh. then we all kind of played, like, a role uh, from the documentary, and I, I, I played Mickey Monday in the song, and it just kind of stuck with me. I always went by JJ, but mm-hmm. when you started, when I started getting into, like, really pursuing the music, and, you yeah. know, you start doing Google searches and stuff, and it says, like, 91% chance says if somebody can't easily access you, that they won't look for you again. Right. So when you type in JJ, it's like a little JJ too common. Yeah. JJ Abrams, <laughs> JJ Good Times, JJ. There's so many things that uh-huh. pop up. Wait, so, you're not JJ from Good Times? <laughs> no, sorry, I know. It's unfortunate. But, uh, yeah, so uh, I just, you know, it was like that was so long ago now yeah. too, like damn near ten years ago. So yeah. it's like I just it just kind of stuck with me, uh-huh. and then like I was still like JJ, but I'd be like, you know, hey, yeah, yeah, AKA mm-hmm. Mickey One Day, like. And then yeah. people just like when I start putting out my first tape, I did like my first mixtape, me and DJ Mustard before mm-hmm. he was like really popping, because mm-hmm. we from the same area, and um, yeah, and he was like, man, you should just go by Mickey Monday. Mm. I was like, all right, fine. Hey, it works. Yeah. It's, it's memorable. Yeah. People know the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was cool. Uh-huh. So, you know, that's kind of how the Mickey yeah. Monday thing came about. But I'm always JJ to, like, yeah. my friends and family. So when, when you were growing up, JJ, what was it like, you know, and how was it like having a father figure in your house? Because a lot of people, they don't mm-hmm. even have that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my life was really up and down. We moved mm-hmm. around a lot. Um, I'm from Los Angeles, though. Okay. Um, and uh, it was it was interesting. My, my family, we had a lot of love, like whether or not we didn't have a lot of money and stuff. Like mm-hmm. we had a lot of love, which I, which I always think it, it goes way beyond any dollar. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was interesting, like living in L.A. is is rough mm-hmm. at times um, because no matter how great your household is, like when you step outside, it's like a mm-hmm. war zone in, in, in certain areas we lived in. And. Uh, yeah, it was interesting. It makes you grow up fast. It makes you understand life very, very quickly. It mm. makes you adapt to your surroundings. You're very aware and, mm-hmm. like, kind of on your P's and Q's a lot because you have an understanding, like, man, life is very real. Life could mm-hmm. end. You know, a lot of my friends, they, you know, were into, you know, the gang culture. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know. How did you avoid getting caught up in that? I really didn't. Oh. You know what I mean? I don't consider myself a gang member, but, mm-hmm. like, it's just... It's just around it's just it, around it, man, yeah. and it's just like if you go outside, and it's like you know me, mm-hmm. you, and two other people standing here, and somebody come by and mm-hmm. they start shooting at us, they're not mm-hmm. gonna be like, try not to hit the person, bird <laughs> from the left, 
he's not really from the hood. Right, like, right, you know, right, it's right. just kind of like you guilty by association. You're uh -huh. like very like where you live is pretty much where you're from. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, you don't have to go be what they call active. Yeah. You know, which is like really going, looking for trouble and stuff. Okay. But at the end of the day, you know, I was outside. Mm -hmm. um, and I did come up hustling and, uh -huh. and stuff like that. I always knew I wanted to get some money. Yeah. And I was like, man, I can't get <laughs> nothing get paid, I right? <laughs> So I was like, man, I got to get some money out uh -huh. here. So, um, so just to be clear, you do have other colored track suits in the house. Yeah, in your yeah, wardrobe. Blue track suits, orange, <laughs> black. Sure yeah, yeah, man. Blue like, all the colors. Like. Yeah, man, I, that stuff doesn't, like, okay. I could care less where somebody's from. But, uh -huh. and, you know, um, L.A. is very, you know, our you know, the politics of L.A. is, yeah. is very crazy, man. True. Like, the gang culture and stuff is, is, is very real. Like, mm -hmm. and if you're not from L.A., you probably, like, have your maybe an idea of what you think it is. Yeah. But it's, it's very real, bro. And it's, yeah. you know, even as I've gotten older and, like, I still have friends that are very, you know, deep in that that field. Yeah. And, um, you know, and just watching, like, things happen in clubs and people get into it and calls have to be made and people have to yep. meet up and it's really like a business damn near, you know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, it's interesting. Yeah. But I've lived in the valley, I've lived in the desert, so mm -hmm. I, I really consider myself like a chameleon. Mm -hmm. I feel like you, um, I'm very well-rounded because I went to so many, I did. I went to, like, 14 different schools. 14? Yeah, I moved around a lot. What, was it, you were, like, moving uh, houses or you yeah, just we, getting kicked out of schools? No, no, no. <laughs> I only got kicked out of, like, maybe one school or okay. two schools or something, but... um. No, I wasn't like a bad kid like uh -huh. that. Like I like sports, and yeah. but I just I think I just had I had like problems. I've seen a lot of interesting things when mm -hmm. I was younger, and it kind of messed me up when I was younger mentally. I had like Tourette syndrome. Mm. I had obsessive compulsive disorder, so I mm -hmm. used to like be ticked. Yeah, I looked crazy like, and I like touched things multiple times, and like um, my father when I was younger, he had like a, you know certain problems when mm -hmm. him and my mom got into it, and uh, he did some interesting things uh, that kind of freaked me out when I was younger, and uh, I used to just think like that something in my mind would just tell me like if I don't touch this this mic three times or something that my dad's gonna die or he's gonna kill himself or, and um, it just took a lot of prayer, and uh, one of my very good friends, my friend Ryan. I used to go to his mom's house and she would pray for me and she would pray over me. They was very religious. And um, that helped as I got older, just like realizing like this is a devil and this is demons just telling me something that's not gonna happen, it's not true. And uh, it made me very mentally strong though. So uh, I can't really complain. You know, it just, it made me very patient though. It made me patient, it made me understand things. And uh, yeah, man, I just feel like I'm very well-rounded because I went to so many different schools with different people. I lived in so many different zip codes. I've been to school with uh, African Americans. I've been to school with Hispanics. I've been to school with Caucasians. Like, it's just, I went to so many different schools and so many different places that it's like, I just feel like you could put me in a, you could throw me in a pot and I'm gonna find a friend or mm. I'm gonna find, I'm gonna adapt because I feel like I'm very well rounded. And I feel like that helped me when I started writing music and when I started to try to express the things that um, I was going through in life to just be able to kind of write it. I started writing poetry. That's mm. how I first started writing. And then uh, they just, poetry just kind of turned into songs. I'd be like rapping on a bus with my friends. Just <laughs> yeah. like around. Oh, I'm yeah. not, I don't know if I cut. Uh, just <laughs> messing like, around. Yeah, just messing around. You know, I'm sorry. Um, just messing around, you know, uh -huh. at the end of the day with your friends. You'd be like, hey, man, rap about the mic. And, you know, it was just fun at first. Yeah. And then, it, you know, it started to become something serious and something I really mm. liked. And when I stopped going to school, I just used to write, 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 write all the yeah. time. I had booklets and booklets and booklets of just raps, wow. you know. And so that was sort of like your therapy for you. Yeah, it was definitely my therapy. Mm -hmm. It was definitely my therapy. And uh, I think it's the best therapy. Mm. It's like it's, it's like the key to the soul, 
man, writing mm. and putting words together and like expressing how you feel in like a rhythmic, mm. like just free way, in my mm. opinion, at least. So do you still use that as a therapy today? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I always write my thoughts, and I always, even like in my phone right now, I have like a million voice notes mm -hmm. of just things, ideas, movie ideas. Because mm -hmm. you know now I'm writing like TV scripts, movie scripts. Oh, I've always, yeah. you know, I always knew like I had a gift for writing. Uh -huh. And even when I was in school, like teachers used to tell my mom like he really has a gift for writing, like creative writing classes okay. and stuff like that. And I, yeah, I used to be able to like BS my way through like uh -huh. passing tests just because of how like articulate and how well mm -hmm. I could describe something or like uh -huh. make it seem like I could describe yeah, it or, yeah, yeah, yeah. or I could kind of beat around the bush with my writing a lot you huh. know what I mean make yeah. it interesting we're like oh this is passable uh -huh. you know so it was cool so when you were talking about some of the issues you were going through as a kid and some of the mental capacity and everything you had to do would you feel that writing would free you from those issues too or did you had to go to like a counselor or something to help you get through past some of those issues you were dealing with I don't feel like counseling ever worked for me I seen mm -hmm. like a doctor and they put me on some like medication when mm -hmm. I was younger and uh, it made me like a zombie my mom mm -hmm. took me off and she was like you're so not yourself I probably took and, away your creative writing abilities too well at that time I really wasn't like writing like that mm -hmm. I was like okay. writing poems here and there mm -hmm. but I was just more focused on like football basketball mm -hmm. and um in martial arts I did martial arts when I was younger mm -hmm. and um yeah but I mean uh, it was, you know, I mean, it was definitely, it became my therapy later, mm -hmm. you know, I would say. At first, it was just like something I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I could express my feelings this right, way. Right, right, right. Yeah. Hmm. And so how have you taken what you learned as a child growing up and the things you went through and, you know, yeah. having the dad there and your mother there? How have you used what you learned then to now be a better father? Oh, just patience. I think, like, parenthood is a lot of patience. Yeah. Um, understanding that, you you know, you're bringing a new life into the world and mm -hmm. that you should only make this person that much better than you. I mm -hmm. feel like every generation should become better because I should be installing the morals and values that I've learned mm -hmm. into my daughter and then, you know, and so on and so on. She mm -hmm. could, you know, into my grandchildren, you know, God willing, one day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, we should just always try to make, you know, the next generation mm -hmm. better. That way we make our world better and the world doesn't keep becoming more mm -hmm. polluted and, mm -hmm. and, and you know and it's just so much stuff out here that's yeah. just still so alive that's a shame but uh, right. yeah I mean definitely it's just I think patience is a key and um, so what if your daughter comes to you and says I don't want to go to school no more <laughs> you stop oh, going to school I don't want to go no more <laughs> I mean she would, that I would have to I, one thing about me I'm a very like open father uh -huh. so I mean I want to be able to have the type of relationship with my daughter where she could literally tell me anything uh -huh. even if I'm like oh god I don't want to hear this but <laughs> I'd rather it be that way than her uh -huh. have to feel like she has to hide things and sneak yeah. away or you know um if she wants to stop going to school one day hopefully mm -hmm. uh it's for a good reason mm -hmm. and if she has some type of plan and now i had a plan like right, right, already right. i had an opportunity for a show it wasn't like i'm like ah, i'm out of here yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm done you know yeah. like no i'm not you know i'm not an idiot yeah. so if she has a plan and she has some type of hey i'm this is what i want to do because hey this is my passion i already have these x y and z set up and mm -hmm. I want to support her on that. I mean, I don't yeah. want her to stop going to school. Right, right, right. Like, but, um, but you wanted to be open to talk to you I about her, it. I wanted to be through. able to feel like she could talk to me about anything. So what are you doing now that she's 10 to foster that type of relationship and bond? Because a lot of parents want to do that, and they say, oh, I'm going to be yeah. their best friend, so they'll talk to me about anything. Or people mm -hmm. try to say, no, I'm not your friend. I'm your parent. You tell me. you know. So where's the balance, and how do you try to get her to feel comfortable enough? Because a lot of kids don't. Yeah, well, my daughter is my best friend. We have like mm -hmm. a little thing we do. I got a note in there I could even grab it like uh -huh. she wrote me like I, I you know we always be like who's your best friend and she'd be like me and I'd be like who's my best friend she'd be uh -huh. like you 
And I'll be like, what does that make us? She'd be like, best friends, uh-huh. you know? So <laughs> that's, that's like our little thing. But, um, I mean, I just try to be honest with her, man, mm-hmm. as much as I can. She, you know, she's 10. Yeah. So uh, I would try to tell her, you know, you can tell me anything. And, you know, anything that's going on, you can talk to me about it and we'll, we'll figure it out. And she's just a really kind and nice mm. young lady already. So it's like I really haven't had any problems mm. Thank God. Right. That's a blessing. That is a blessing (laughs) for sure. You know, so it's just like she's very polite and she's very Mm -hmm. helpful already. And like if she was here right now, she'd be Mm -hmm. trying to help like clean Uh and stuff like she's very like very well rounded young lady already. So I'm very blessed for that. So have you started to talk about boys with her yet? Since y'all talking? Uh, (laughs) Not really. I'd make a joke and be like, boys have cooties till they're 35. You know that, right? (laughs) And she'd be like, yeah, I know. I'm going to try that. (laughs) But I mean, you know, she has her little friends that are boys at uh-huh. school and you know when i see them i just you know trip them or something uh, when they're walking <laughs> just trip them no i'm just joking but uh you know, take them but, out yeah, like, just take them out early <laughs> i don't know what happened to him but oh uh, no but i mean you know when i i just feel like i'm sure that time is uh-huh. coming in the next yeah. probably three years or so yeah. but um we'll see when it gets there yeah. um but like i said it's like you raise your children man you install morals and values in mm-hmm. them and it's truly up to them at that point mm. what type of person they want to be. Now, yeah. if she wants to go be a bad person, she's going to be a bad person. Yeah. I just don't feel like with her mom, with me, with my mom, with my dad, with her mom, with her aunt, I don't see that happening <clears throat> because we're all she's we're all so hands-on with her and we're mm. all so loving and caring. It's like how she could ever feel like she needed to feel love from a man or how she could ever Mm. feel like she needed something from somebody or whatever the spectrum is that women Mm. feel like they need to go lash out or whatever i just don't see how that could happen yeah it would be like a what yeah moment you know what i mean hey everybody i just want to remind you that this podcast is brought to you in part by comcast and we need your help to spread the word so please subscribe share and set up alerts about new episodes which are released every single wednesday also, go to our social media pages at DaddyDuty365 to follow, share, and repost. And don't forget to tell a friend. All right, now it's time to get back to this awesome interview. We're actually seeing you date on television now and, yeah. you know, going through relationships. How is it as a father who's not with the child's mother dating a new person, especially when it's broadcast yeah. on television and your daughter, I'm sure she has a phone, she can Google and yeah, see yeah, things yeah, and yeah, friends are yeah. talking. So yeah, how, how do you balance that? Um, well, I always uh, try to, because I, I, I'm talking to somebody new now, me and Slick, mm-hmm. we're not together no more. Mm-hmm. That's still like one of my best friends, but okay. you know, I have somebody I'm dating now and I haven't introduced her to my daughter yet. And like, we kind of getting serious and even my mom asked me like, you know, when are you going to introduce her to Jaylana? I'm like, just not yet. Because yeah. one thing is like, I don't ever want her to feel like, oh, my daddy had all kind mm-hmm. of girls around. Yeah, like, yeah 10 know? girls in yeah. and out the house every week. <laughs> yeah, I don't want her to feel like that or think like that's normal. Yeah. And, and think like, oh, this is normal. Like, mm. so, um, you know, I always try to make sure I'm very serious with somebody. Okay. Um, with Slick, we were, with Slick, we were friends first. Uh-huh. Like, the first day I met Slick, she met Jaylana, mm. which is crazy because yeah. she came to pick her up from school for me. But that, Slick was like, really my homie. So it wasn't yeah. like, we wasn't like, Dating. booed up yeah, or yeah. like, it wasn't like weird where I gotta be like, hey, you know, my daughter about to come around. Like, can't really be like, <laughs> yeah. don't touch you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though that's a weird conversation. That's uh-huh. why I'd rather just wait and, mm. you know, but. Um, is there a period and time you like, okay, six <laughs> months or is this. That's what? a good question. I, I, I don't have a, I wish I had an answer because what is the right time? I mm-hmm. mean, you can meet somebody tomorrow and be like, this is the person. I'm going to marry this person. Mm-hmm. You, Or, you, you know, you could be with somebody for a year and 
you know, it just doesn't matter. So I don't feel like there's really a time limit on it. I just feel like it's just like a gut, a feeling like, okay, you know, this is probably serious. And, you know, I'm around, I have my daughter a lot. Mm -hmm. So it's mm -hmm. like, you know, if I am dating somebody and we together a lot, like mm -hmm. there's a couple of days out the week where, you know, I'm not really going to be able to see you or maybe, yeah. you know, my daughter go hang out with my mom. And But um, it is important for, for her to meet somebody I'm dating. I just like it to be serious because, mm -hmm. like I said, I don't want to bring like, I don't want her to think like I had a lot of different girlfriends mm -hmm. and stuff like girls that I just talk to like she'll never need to meet them like yeah. but if somebody I'm really serious with then when that time comes hopefully uh hopefully it's just the right moment you know what mm -hmm. I mean but she's very my daughter's very welcoming too she's very like hey how are you and mm -hmm. you know but um it's definitely weird like because I'm like what does she know like this is my yeah. girlfriend <laughs> or like you know uh -huh. it's like how do you talk to her about that yeah. like you know but I always try and like I'm like how oh, Nana Mama's like you know like yeah but um yeah, man, I just love her so much. I like very careful with what I try to expose her to, mm -hmm. you know. Right. No, I think it's so important to uh, be careful what you expose them to because, like, just like you know, you want the right images and yeah. messages delivered to them. Yes, so, sir. would you allow your daughter to watch Love and Hip Hop Hollywood? Well, it don't matter if I would because uh -huh. her mom doesn't. Oh, okay. So, like, <laughs> mom is not we, having. We it. always try like not to go against each other. Uh huh. You know, yeah, yeah. know we're not together. We co-parent very well. That's and, good. You know, so mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I wouldn't probably let her watch that show just mm -hmm. because it's like a lot of. I mean, and I, I love the show. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I mean, but and, and, for adults. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think it's something for like a, a young child to watch. Yeah. Uh, what about your music? Does she know what you do? Does she listen oh, to yeah, your music? Oh yeah, she loves my music. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like she already knows, like play the clean versions. Oh, okay, you know? look. <laughs> Even though I don't really like cuss like that a lot of my uh -huh. music, but you know yeah. sometimes I right, right. a cuss word or yeah. two. And um, yeah, but no, she loves my music, okay, man. Like cool. I got crazy videos of uh -huh. me and her dancing to my songs, or her friends even dancing to my uh -huh. songs, which is dope because I always feel like if kids like a song, you know it's like a hit. Yeah, yeah, it's no like doubt. They're gonna catch catchiness yeah. quick. Well, we have this segment we call Daddy Rhymes, where uh -oh. our dads rhyme or rap or whatever uh -huh. they want to do a favorite song that their kids like or that they would sing to their kids when they were little. So, Ooh. do you have a daddy rhyme for us? It could be yours. It could be anybody's. It doesn't oh, matter. It could be Trick or Treat the Little Star. Whatever. <laughs> no, I used to, I used to, uh, 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 I used to have this song called. I used to have a song, and I used to uh, flip the words because I call uh -huh. it Nana Mamas. Uh huh. I used to be like, "That's my Nana Mama, mm -hmm. that's my Nana Mamas," and she just like it. That's yeah. hot. I, you should release that version. Right. <laughs> She'd be like singing along with me. Uh huh. Yeah. That's so cool. I just anything that like ever had, like mm -hmm. even the song. Uh, uh, like uh who that is that just my baby daddy i uh -huh. used to mess with her and be like who that is that just my daughter mama's like <laughs> you know just funny stuff you know she's yeah, very, yeah she got a really big personality uh -huh. too so yeah i used to sing my own song to her the, that's my daughter mama's and i used to be like uh who that is that's just my daughter mama's that's just my daughter mama's <laughs> that's just cool. flipping funny songs and uh -huh. stuff but i always like play with her name and stuff like, yeah. yeah you can tell you guys have a good relationship just the way you talk about her uh, and yeah, everything yeah. so how do you keep that relationship cool with the, her mother as uh, you know in co-parenting because co-parenting can be hard these days oh, but yeah. especially when you're in the industry and she's reading things and she's seeing things out there how do yes, you sir. keep that bond there and keep it tight absolutely tucking my pride a lot of times I just, we all do yeah when it comes to women man sometimes you gotta let them be right or let them think they right wow well, sorry well. but you know so it's just like sometimes you know i, I always tell my mom like it's not worth an argument with mm. Nisha. 
yeah. to like bicker over something small. Just mm -hmm. be like, okay, or well, I'll try to digress the situation if we don't agree on something. Like, mm -hmm. you don't need to, I don't want to argue with you. Like, yeah. hey, this is cool. I'm, I'm going to handle this or blah, blah, blah. Or try to make a joke out of yeah, it or yeah, something yeah. and just make her laugh. And just so we can keep it cordial and keep mm -hmm. it always good. Even though we very, like, we probably argued twice, and three mm -hmm. times in 10 years. You know yeah, what I mean? Wow. Over very small things. And it'd be quick. Uh -huh. And, uh, but yeah, tucking my pride. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Because my daughter, mom, she, she could be a little snappy sometimes, just like we all can. And yeah. she's a great woman, don't get me wrong. But, uh -huh. um, so, you know, just like letting her be right. Yeah. Or just be like, okay, cool. Because guess what? At the end of the day, it's going to affect my daughter. Mm. And I don't want to have to be complicated about time, even though she would never, she's a great woman, so she mm -hmm. would never like keep my daughter from me or something. Yeah, yeah. But it just makes it easier of, of us being happy to, okay, I'm coming to get her, or you're coming mm. to get her. And it just, peace and harmony man yeah it's, it's easier for her and you know she has her life my daughter mom she she has her boyfriend they live together and okay. they've been together for some years now and, and you get uh, along with him yeah he's cool he's real so, cool she was with cool. him before me oh wow yeah she was with him before me yeah it's real cool i like him a lot yeah, yeah um well, that's good it's like one big fat happy family we're seeing that a yeah. lot nowadays where families are commingling yeah. their families together well, i always just... tell her i'd be like i think y'all got a great love story like wow. she was with him before me yeah and he went away for a long time and when he came back home like they got back together wow and um so that was cool yeah I mean, I was it stands like, the I test of time like, <laughs> yeah you know, me and him had a long talk and a uh -huh. conversation and went uh -huh. somewhere by ourselves and yeah. talked and you know he has a lot of respect for me i respect for him and you know he's he's very good to her and and, and i'm blessed at that i like he's there and you know when i'm not there mm -hmm. at least to be there and to help out and stuff like that he's yeah. a cool dude so i, I respect it and, and yeah. whatever makes her happy and and my, my daughter mom happy because she deserves to be happy as well mm -hmm. you know what i mean and uh it's cool with me. Like I said, I Are just you always this much of a nice guy? Yeah. You seem like there's a nice guy. Just, I always feel like this, bro. In life, you got to control the controllables. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? It's so much in life, money and bills and career. Mm. And it's so much hard things that we can't control that it's like you put all this work into and you don't know what's going to happen. You hope. Yeah. You hope right. that, that your hard work is going to make everything happen. We hope that this blog becomes... The biggest blog. Ever. Amen, amen. I, you know, I mean? <laughs> yes, sir. I hope my yes, music sir. Becomes uh -huh. sell more than Michael Jackson, but uh -huh. you know, these are still things that we don't know. Mm. But in yeah. life, if what we do know is, I know if I have a good conversation with her and I keep the peace, I know that's gonna be good for my daughter. It's not. Yeah. A, it's not a question. So I control mm. the controllables, you know, yeah. and I just make life as easy on myself as I can mm -hmm. because I know it's a lot of stressful stuff that I can't control. It seems like you put your daughter first and on that pedestal a lot in yeah. some of the decisions you make. Do you go through life making decisions saying how will this affect her? Like first, do you think of that first or like where's the hierarchy um, in your relationships with your Yeah, wife? definitely. I mean, I feel like a lot of the things that I'm going to do won't affect her though. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm, I'm not like an irrational person either. Uh -huh. Like from like, I've seen a lot of stuff growing up, man. And like, I've seen what hot headedness and negativity mm, could do right like, right you could be dead or in mm -hmm. jail or who knows yeah like fast yeah so that's very real so it's like i understand like you know what you got to be cool you got to be calm and collective you got to mm. be a cerebral assassin like yeah. you got to be thought you got to be a thinker like you got to really understand like there's steps and then there's things that could happen that could mess all this up and like that it's mm. so one thing about life bro you could be a great person you could do be perfect for 30 years right and you can make one mistake in That's one second takes. that yeah. changed your life 
<clears throat> so you really gotta be thoughtful. You gotta think. Mm -hmm. So I do. I think about that. I never want to be away from my daughter. I was telling mm -hmm. telling my girl the other day, like, man, my biggest fear is to not walk my daughter down the aisle, like, to not wow. be here, or like, yeah. you know what I mean, to be somewhere, or like, mm -hmm. I don't even know. I don't even want to think about it. But like, um, so yeah, it's something I think about. I think about her in a lot of my decisions. I think about God in a lot of my decisions. You mm -hmm. know, and. Uh, I just try to be a good person, bro. And I try to do my music and take care of my family and uh, mm -hmm. being a good person and making good mm -hmm. relationships in life and making good business decisions and mm -hmm. having good business allies. And yep. that's only, you know, going to help me, you know, continue to build revenue, continue to build my network and, and my worth to the world to mm -hmm. where I could provide for my daughter and my, yeah. my other. You know, I would love to have more kids. Like you say, you have oh, three. Yeah. I think that's great. Like I always say, like, I really hate that my daughter's going to be so much older than the next yeah. kid I have. How many would you like to have at the end? Have you, Man, yeah. I don't care. Like 10, nah, 5, five like, yeah, 6, hey, three, okay. 4 at least. You know, okay. I'd like to have a son for sure. Yeah, no yeah, doubt. At least one more. You know yeah, because I mean? the boys are different from the girls. Yeah, no yeah, doubt about yeah. that. So, my yeah. dad always be like, you have to have a son. You <laughs> let our name die. I'd be like, oh, damn. Yeah, right. It's up to you. You can do yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, my, I only have a sister, so it's like, you know, yeah. she and she about to get married, so she about to have uh -oh. a different last name. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I always think about that. Yeah. I think about my family, period, and a yeah. lot of the decisions I make because, you know, my family is, they depend on me and they, they count on me to, to do some good stuff for us. So um, I got to make you sure. Will. I got to make sure. You I will do continue that. doing yeah. good stuff, no doubt about that. Uh, all right, we got to move on to our segment called I Love My Kids, but all because but. there's always those moments where you're like, oh, it just really grinds my gears. So. Uh -huh. What is yours? I love my kid, but... Oh, man, I love my daughter, but I wish she wasn't so sensitive sometimes. Oh. It, it affects her schoolwork. Really? How so? Because she's very smart, but when she, like, can't get something very quickly, she kind of, like, oh. in the shell. Mm -hmm. Like, she's having trouble reading comprehension, mm -hmm. so I just bought her a bunch of books. So now, like, um, on the weekends, I'll make her read, like, stories, and then mm -hmm. I'll make her write the paragraphs back to me, <gasps> like, basically describing it. So uh -huh. she just comprehends what she's reading. Okay. And it's like, I've been doing it lately, bro. She gets it, like that really like, like thoroughly describes me the story to the point where i'm like listen you don't even got to write it down no more like mm. you get it yeah so so what like, is it when she's in school that she I doesn't get it maybe like the kids around even though she's mm -hmm. like very popular and like fun yeah happy person but um i think it's just if she doesn't get something like real quick or maybe mm -hmm. she feels like uh-oh pressure she yeah. kind of goes into her shell a little bit mm. so i just i'd be like ah oh, man i gotta yeah. get her out of that oh, yeah, yep i gotta get her out of that habit i mean not Do you have any like plans or any ideas or have you read anything that could help with that because i know a lot of people deal with that same issue um i mean well i i had got her a tutor last year when she mm -hmm. had a little problem but mm -hmm. then um i'm probably get her a tutor again that's what me mm -hmm. and her mom were just talking about but mm -hmm. now i've been reading with her and mm -hmm. it's just like she gets it it's yeah. just about the confidence level that's what me and her mm -hmm. mom have uh really described so and then you know i one of my daughters had um what we found out like you said, she knows the information when we're practicing it and when we're doing it. But when uh -huh. she's in school taking the test, it's like she freezes or sometimes she'll shut down yeah. and just she just doesn't and doesn't do it. And it's uh -huh. like the test is over and she's answered one question. Yeah. So what we've come to realize that it could be test anxiety and uh -huh. where it's just like either test anxiety or they're looking at all the information and they're just like overwhelmed by the information. Yeah. So what we've tried to do is cover up some of the cover up the test yeah. cover up everything so she takes another piece of paper she covers up all the answers and all that's yeah, on the so sheet except 
the ant's question she's on. And when she's on that question, she looks at it one by one mm. and not the rest of the test. So yeah, it's a little like, less intimidating, yeah. right, to see all of that. And it's like, yeah. wow. And she's like, I don't know. But when she covers it up, and it's like, okay, I only have to worry about one question. Exactly. And then that one has helped her be able to answer it like she does at home okay. and not be overwhelmed by all of it. Yes, so that could yeah. be one thing for you know people right. out there to try, you to try. And we always encourage our parents Keys. to write in, to comment below if there's anything that's worked for them because you could be helping not only us but you know so many people that could be reading it yes, as sir. well yes sir so that's a good thing so yeah, yeah i can tell man. that's why i say you're good i think that strategy of just working with her though i think yeah. it's so important for parents to be involved in their kids oh, lives yeah. and involved in the education and stuff like that you have to be hands-on are you hands-on with pretty much everything or yeah, yeah definitely. The, well you could definitely do the hair probably because you got yeah. a lot of hair yeah, yeah, yeah can we talk about the hair like, yeah yeah I, I, <laughs> do you do your daughter's hair yeah i do yeah uh -huh. yeah i do um the only thing i don't do is wash her hair <clears throat> and even her mom don't want like uh -huh. my mom has to wash her hair yeah she's so tender-headed oh, she got that. like a head full of hair like me yeah. And she will scream. Uh, are you tender headed too? We're coming back here. <laughs> I used to be like, you're hurting my feelings. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> like, it's not that big of a deal. She's so tender headed. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, but I'll, you know, brush her hair, uh, like put it in a ponytail, put it in a bun. Yeah. But she's like very tender headed. She doesn't like braids. She doesn't like, has not yeah. like cornrows. Like, she'll get uh -huh. like individual, like, um, plait braids or oh, something yeah, like yeah. that. And, um, but like, yeah, like, man, but she's so she's tender headed, not... bro. So it's like, <laughs> And I no, feel I like that. it's just like in her head, like, Jaylana, this is not hurting you yeah. like that. Because, yeah, when my when a daughter's watching TV or she's distracted, uh -huh. she won't scream as much. But yeah. if it's just me and her there and she's just doing her hair, she's like, ah, ah you yeah. just acting out. You just yeah. overreacting now. Yeah. But I got a curl cream uh -huh. coming out, so I've been using oh, that for real? in her. Yeah, well, called, is that, do you use it in your hair, too? Yeah, yeah, it's in my hair right now, man. It's called Mirror Curls. And it makes it, I see you flinging. Like, yeah, yeah, and it yeah, makes yeah. your, it yeah, it's keeps just a like, curl. Yeah, it does. It's like uh -huh. um, a curl definer. So uh -huh. it's just like, it, and it's a nice product. doesn't get like crunchy. And what's um, it called? Curl, uh, mirror curls. Mirror curls. Like yeah. almost miracle, but mirror yeah. curls. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. So like, yeah, I've been putting that in her hair and it works real well. Now, so. will it work with different textures of hair? Yeah. Or, okay. So. But I mean, you know, I mean, definitely like for, you know, uh, coarser, like, uh -huh. you know, thick, curly hair, like, uh -huh hair that's really not easily managed uh -huh. it's good for it because like my hair get very clumpy like if i don't brush it out my hair will start dreadlocking like it will start literally Whoa, curls really start oh yeah how long does it take you to do your hair that is a lot of can you turn around let's just, oh, yeah, that yeah. is a lot of hair <laughs> how long does it take you to do your hair oh uh, i mean it just depends man I'm, i, oh I don't God. quite i don't quite uh we're outside that's la for you helicopters always flying over but, i um i don't really like do my hair crazy like that? Mm -hmm. Like I you wash, wash it, it yourself? Yeah, 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 I wash it like okay. once a week, brush uh -huh. it out, and then uh, just put some of the product in and uh -huh. kind of just go, like or just like flip it up, uh -huh. and just go. Like, I don't what's like, your favorite style? Just down loose or? Yeah, yeah, it's like uh -huh. cool, really, whatever. Uh -huh. It's like kind of just depending on how I'm feeling. How long have you been growing out your hair? Probably like twelve years. Dang. Yeah, yeah, long time. And that's like a trademark now, cause yeah, you know, people yeah. are like, you know, what the one with the long hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everybody's like, oh, with the long hair, the tattoos. You know, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How many tattoos do you have? Oh, a lot. Yeah. yeah. A lot of I've seen the pictures, and it's like everywhere. Is it all just like one big tattoo at this point? At this point, yeah. yeah. Because people always say, oh, how many tattoos do you have? I'm like, well, what do you consider one? Cause so many things have been collaged now, but I've uh, you know been tatted many times. But I've been getting tattoos since I was like 16. Six so. or 16. What was your first tattoo? Uh, right, right here. This, uh, -huh. uh this thing right here is, uh, just, just, just this. With the, the eyes or all eyes on me? Man of Destiny, and then uh -huh. it was like a cross, the eyes came across and say all eyes on me. Yeah, that was my first tattoo. My mom just uh -huh. like 
Any Tupac relation there? Yeah, of course. Yeah, right. <laughs> Got to be, right? Right, exactly. Wow, that's cool. Oh, see. So is it is it as addictive as people say? Once you get one, you got to just keep getting them? Uh, I mean, I guess you definitely feel like, well, I think it's because you feel like an emptiness. You're like, oh, mm, I got this I gotta feel this space. Right here. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, you know, if you have an addictive personality, yeah, you probably should stay away from the tattoos. Yeah, yeah. You're going to want a bunch. Yeah, that's because you have a favorite. Uh, my daughter. My daughter. Oh, she got a, her face or? No, or it's like a, I have like somebody draw like half of her face and half like an angel face. Oh. And then it says my little angel and it says her name right here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That's it was cool. really, it, her, the writing's really nice. It's yeah. really nice. Yeah. So when she says, Dad, I'm ready to get my first tattoo, how old is she going to have to be? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Because <laughs> I mean, she's seeing yours. They look so cool. She's going to yeah. want one one day probably. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really like a. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not like saying she got to be a certain age. I mean, mm. I don't want her to get one at 13 <laughs> or nothing. But, you know, I mean, if she's still in high school, maybe yeah. wants a tattoo or something. And it's something, you know, mm-hmm. thoughtful. And like, you know, I just tell yeah. her, I always tell her this. You have to live with the decisions you make. Mm. You know, you you are going to be solely the person that has to. I cannot be like, yeah, yeah. I'll just take this tattoo and I'll wear it. Like, uh-huh. no, nah, you have to understand that this is you know gonna be on you for life and that you is this something you really you know want don't mm-hmm. be like i want number 42 yeah you know like <laughs> no it's like is this thoughtful and you know i always thought about every tattoo mm-hmm. i got so mm-hmm. you know hopefully she wants to do something that's you know mm-hmm. relevant to her life and the things that she wants to do or that really means something to her mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it when when that day comes but um Hopefully, it's later. Yeah. Well, with a dad like you, I'm sure she'll be going in the right direction, whatever she decides to do. Yeah, definitely. I believe that, truly. So before we go, we need you to give us one piece of advice you would have given JJ before Uh, he was a father. Ah, man. Patience, grasshopper. You're on for a long journey. And uh, don't worry. It's all going to be worth it. She's going to be everything you ever wished for and more. She's going to be absolutely perfect. But uh, don't get frustrated. Um, I remember my daughter used to wake up, bro. I'd have her mm-hmm. by myself. She'd wake up at like 3.14, 3.17 in the morning screaming. What? And I didn't know what to do. I was like, uh, why? I used to just look at her and be like, why are you crying? <laughs> like, you know, you're just like, yeah, been oh! There. Yeah. You don't know what to do. So it's just like patience, man. I know I probably sound like a broken record mm-hmm. keep saying that, but I feel like that is a key because yeah. it's like there's no booklet to be a parent. Mm. You just have to really have love and patience and just really understand, like, listen, this is a this is a long arts and crafts project. This is a never-ending arts and crafts project. It's something yeah. that's just going to build and you're going to put together mm-hmm. and understand and put the pieces together and, yeah. and mold her into the, you know, the person that you feel mm-hmm. she should be. And then when mm-hmm. she gets to a certain age, it's going to be up to her to take those, you know, morals and values that, that we've installed in them and to mm-hmm. put them into life and to apply them to their everyday life and in, in, in God willing. And I'm pretty sure, you know, I feel like she'll just be a great person at the end yeah. of the day. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm excited to see my daughter's future. She's just very talented already. And she's, she's very special. So, uh, yeah, man. But if I had to tell my young self once again, it'd just be just, you know, don't worry. It's all, it's going to be okay. And uh, just have patience and know, it, you know, you'll figure it out. Great job. Thank my you so man, much for your you, time. Appreciate, Appreciate it, pops. It, yes, all right, sir, man. 
Hey everybody, before you go, we just want to say thanks again for watching this episode of Daddy Duty 365, but we also need your help to get the word out about this new podcast. So please subscribe, follow, share, and set up alerts to be notified of new episodes when they drop every single Wednesday. And remember that this podcast is brought to you in part by Comcast. Thanks, Comcast.